0: Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Palsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Now, here is the host of the Ads Maven, Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker and coach, Jen Palsik. Hello,
1: hello, hello. Welcome. I'm Jen Palsik ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. Oh man, you guys, today I am really excited about our show. So we are talking about how to feel better during a pandemic. And my guest, Angela Macenic, so she is a life coach. She's a certified uh certified life coach, uh certified weight coach, and she's also a uh stop over drinking coach. Um so she helps women stop over-drinking, stop overeating. and she's also the host of her own podcast called Stop Over-Drinking and Start Living. Um, and you guys, she just offers so much value to the world that I feel like everybody needs right now. So I was thinking about with a podcast, it's like, okay, what can I do that will be as helpful as possible right now? And I've been working so much on my mindset because I feel like that's so huge. I mean, for the last over a year now, really. And but I'm not a coach, so it's like I can share what I do, but I know that I am not the best one to share. So, Angela, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so excited that you're here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited too. Yeah. So, um talk to us a little bit about how you got started with everything and tell me a little about about your story. Okay. How much time do we have? Um, so it's a <laughs>
2: 55 minute
1: show. So we that are good. kind of a <laughs>
2: joke because I could talk about that
1: for hours.
2: <laughs> um, no, but in, in to kind of chunk it down, the reason why I got into coaching is because I myself struggled with alcohol and food for my whole life. Basically, I was on a diet since I was in middle school and I tried all the diets that have ever been mass publicized or promoted (laughs) that you can think of and it was always just like a lose weight gain weight lose weight gain weight and then also during that time ever since college I overdrank. so you know in college there was the partying um, with the hangovers and all that kind of stuff and then as I got into the workforce I had money and I traveled and I got into fine dining and fine wines and you know, my husband and I actually got married in a winery in California, and I was very much into it. It was very much like a part of my life. It was what I did. I was into wine. I knew a lot about it. I would host wine tastings, that whole song and dance. And I just, you know, kind of moved through my life doing that. I would say I wouldn't drink during the week, and then, you know, like I would get through to a Friday, and then... I would totally overdrink and overeat and I would gain like five pounds. And then any progress I'd made to lose weight that week, it would all come (laughs) back in one night of binging basically. And I struggled like that for many, many years. And then I found life coaching through the life coach school and started listening to their podcast. Podcasts are awesome. And then I decided to join their program. And I, 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 you know, I think you're in the same program, the self-coaching scholars, but
1: it changed my
2: life. Yeah. I lost, 55 pounds, stopped drinking. Oh, my gosh. I didn't realize
1: um, it was that much that you had lost. Yeah.
2: Holy yeah. Wow.
1: It was, that's amazing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, significantly up there. Um, and it was so compelling to me, the changes that I went through. It wasn't just about the drinking and eating, as you know. It's a lot about how we think about ourselves, how we think about our lives, yeah. the feelings we're not willing to feel, um, and learning all of those tools that they teach are I apply it to my own life. And it was just so like. My whole life changed. I just I And I was like, I have to do this for other people. I have to help women get through this because I, it, it, there's a better way to live, basically. Yeah. So I became a certified life coach, and now I have my own private practice, and I've been doing it for a couple of years. And I've coached hundreds of women to stop over drinking and to lose weight, and it's just amazing.
1: I love that. Oh, man. And so I know, like, right now is – I think the weirdest time ever in history. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Mm -hmm. mindset is so important. And like, I think over drinking and overeating is pretty rampant throughout the world. Um, All right. So, Oh gosh, I feel like I have like all the things I want to talk about, but can you give some tips for just how to feel better right now?
2: Yeah. So there's, lots of things that you can do. The first thing I advise people to do is just acknowledge their feelings. Just start getting aware of the emotions that you have every day. And especially right now in the pandemic, we just might notice ourselves feeling uncomfortable. We might just notice that we're having more anxiety. We might feel stressed. We might feel worried. We might feel like, I don't know, like this unknown feeling that we have about what the future holds. And that just feels uncomfortable to us. We find ourselves like opening up the snack cabinet and pouring an extra glass of wine or maybe if we didn't drink during the week oh it doesn't matter I don't have to get up and go to work in the morning now they're pouring that glass of wine so those feelings that we have that we have that, um, that a lot of people are just not even conscious of they just know that they don't they're feeling bad mm. right so the first thing is just to become aware of them so like if I recommend people to sort of like write down maybe their top three feelings that they're having right now and just to get to know those feelings better there isn't like what we use food and alcohol for, like if you're somebody that drinks or overeats, we're using food or alcohol to make ourselves feel better in the moment. Like we're it's taking the edge off of anxiety. It's um mm. helping us distract ourselves from what's going on in our mind and our vibrations that our emotions cause. And yeah, if you're not aware of that then it's really hard to stop that behavior. So the first step is becoming aware of your feelings, just sort of naming them, labeling them, and then just pausing before you go to that thing. If you're finding yourself scrolling on Netflix or overwatching uh or you know on Facebook too much or you know just sort of like spinning out and avoiding what's going on. Mm. Um you know, the first step is being aware, but just pausing and understand that it's just a vibration in your body, and that actually there's nothing gone wrong. There's nothing wrong with you for feeling this way right now. It's absolutely normal that you would be feeling panicky or you would be feeling overwhelmed or worried, right? Because there's this big unknown in the world right now with this virus, and humans have emotions. <laughs> and when we don't know <laughs> something that's coming in the future, like it's normal for us to feel this way. So that's to sort of just sort of like, um, Know that nothing's gone wrong if you're feeling this way, I guess, yeah. you know, like, and, and if you're feeling this way, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean that you shouldn't be feeling this way or you want to escape feeling this way. Like, what if we just accepted our feelings and learned how to be with them and felt them and process them? We wouldn't need to over drink or overeat. Like, a lot of us have this thought that we just want to be happy or we just want to feel good all the time. And that's just not what the human experience is about. We have yeah. a range of emotions, right? It's like 50% shit and 50% amazing. And we can even find <laughs> evidence of that today, right? Like, there's yeah. beautiful things happening in the world. Also, there's shitty things happening in the world. That's always the case. So Absolutely. I recommend people to oh, sort of start accepting their feelings, right? And, like, not knowing that they're yep. a problem.
1: Oh, yeah. That makes me think of so much like I've been focusing a lot on just all the things that I'm grateful for. And it's so true because it's like there's so many things that are amazing and where I'm finding joy in like little things that I just didn't even think about before. Mm -hmm. And that definitely makes sense with like the positive and the negative Oh, it makes me, I just saw an article that, um, in India, it's like, because pollution levels have dropped, like the Himalayas are visible, um, from the city for the first time in like 30 years, which is like, wow, (laughs) that's amazing. And yeah, (sighs) I love that. Um, okay. So I know for myself, when I started (laughs) practicing, like just sitting with those feelings, it's freaking uncomfortable. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Can, I mean, can you talk a little bit about that? And once what, like, I guess, like, what, what do you do with that? Like, just, is it just sitting with it and knowing that they'll pass? Yeah. So I can
2: describe to you how to actually like process a feeling. So say you're feeling anxious. Okay. It's a very popular one right now. And you notice (laughs) that feeling in in your body, right? Like you feel this tightness in your throat maybe or like your heart rate might be going a little fast or you might feel clenched up, like your shoulders might be really up far by your ears. Um, You know that you're feeling anxiety. So the first step is just naming it again, like I'm feeling anxious. Then you ask yourself, what does that feel like? And then you go into your body and you describe that. I feel tightness in my throat. I feel it in my chest. Um, You know, it feels uncomfortable there's an edginess to it and you just sort of start describing that and the moment you do that that's when it's like it it, it just takes your mind off of whatever you were thinking about that was causing anxiety in the first place right oh. so it just sort of brings you into the present moment and you're with your body instead of with your mind and you're describing huh. this physical sensation that you have in your body and then your body's like okay so i feel a tightness i feel maybe a, a throat clench my notice my heart rate is going up. Okay, now what? Then you just breathe into it and on the on the exhale you relax into that part of your body. You take a deep breath and then you relax into your body. And this maybe takes ninety seconds or so. And by the time you go through that you will notice that you'll immediately come down from that and it'll take the edge off and it won't be so overwhelming. What happens with anxiety is that we start thinking about our anxiety, and we start analyzing our anxiety, and we start thinking we shouldn't be having the anxiety, and that just compounds (laughs) the anxiety. (laughs)
1: Right. Oh, my gosh. That was, like, the best way that I've heard anybody describe that because I have – because, yeah, just like I am a member of Self-Coaching Scholars, which I love, Mm -hmm. and you get coaching inside that. And so I have gone through Mm -hmm. that exercise. But I, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't really realize that it takes you out of your head and just into your body. God, yeah. it makes so much sense. Yeah, I like to
2: think about a visual of like you literally lifting your head off of your neck and setting it on the side table and then you just <laughs> go in. I know it's just not gross, but it's just like, put. let's put our thoughts to the side and just go into our body yeah. for a second and really think about what this feeling is. It's nothing more than a vibration in your body. And when you start to describe it and name it and feel it, it's like, okay, this is nothing I can't yeah. handle. It's a small vibration. It's like, you know what I mean? It's just like not something that yeah. is so unbearable at that point.
1: It's like allowing it in, getting really present with it, and mm-hmm. then that way you're able to like move past it.
2: Yeah, and then you're not at the effect of it, right? You're not freaking out about it. You're not like, oh, my God, I can right. feel this. I got to go get something to drink or to eat or to scroll on Facebook, right? You're just with it. You're breathing. You're processing. That's when you're solving your own problems. That's when you learn how to be with your emotions instead of trying to get rid of them all the time. Yeah. But the getting oh, rid man. of them is where we get into trouble, right? Like when we're trying to avoid them or escape them, that's when we get into problems with food and alcohol. That's what creates the issues in the first place.
1: Yeah. That totally makes sense. Oh my goodness. Awesome. So we have a break coming up. When we get back, we're going to continue to chat about some tips for how to feel better during a pandemic. Does that work for you? Yeah, that sounds good. Awesome. All right, so you're listening to the Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back.
0: Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Pawcek, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
1: Hello, this hello, is the Ads Maven
0: oh, no. with Facebook and Instagram <laughs> ad strategist, speaker, and coach Jen Paulsick. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815 880 8255, Canada 613 800 8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. <laughs> All
1: right. Hello, welcome back. For real this Thanks. time. I'm Jen Tossic, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. Today we are talking all about how to feel better during a pandemic with my guest, Angela McCennick. Okay, so I was thinking about how um I know that a lot of us try to kind of not feel our feelings by overeating or over And mm-hmm. that definitely used to be me. Um mm-hmm more so with overeating than over-drinking. And I found for myself, a lot of the time, I was just eating because I was bored. Mm -hmm. Now, I find myself with the, like, overdoing things or avoiding feelings. It's more like I do it by watching TV or playing on my phone or doing other things to just, like, zone out. Mm -hmm. Is all of it kind of similar yeah, it's all very similar. So first of
2: all, you just want to ask yourself, like, when you start evaluating your own behavior, like, do you want to be watching TV or scrolling on Facebook? If the answer is yes, and you don't have any issues with it, it's not a problem, right? The same thing with okay. food and alcohol. It's like, if you feel like you're eating and drinking fine, and you don't mind that you're tr- you like, you're consciously aware of what's going on. And you're like, that's fine with me. It's not causing you to have a lot of thoughts about it, or you're not beating yourself up about it. Like, you, you know, so it's a problem. This is where it gets kind of heavy, if you guys could stay with me here. But like, the really the only problem that we have with overeating and overdrinking is how we think about what we're doing. So, like, when we think about our behavior and we think about a time where we overeat and overdrink, and we have thoughts like, God, why do I keep doing this? Why can't I stick to my own plans? I can't ever finish mm. anything all that sort of self-berating that we do after we do the thing, that's when it's a problem, right? Because then we feel resentful and um, guilty and like we're worthless, you know? And so if you're not there, if you're not beating yourself up about it, if you're not, if there's no problems with what you're doing, then it's just you don't need to do anything about it. Does that make sense? Yeah, that absolutely makes sense. Cool. Yeah, and so if you find yourself funny. like spending a lot of time on Facebook or Netflix, like if you're like, do I really want to be spending three hours a day scrolling Facebook? The answer is no, then you're probably using it to avoid something, right? <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> no, that so makes sense. And there are some times where it's like, no, I really want to like sit and watch a show on TV, and I'm very happy right. about it. And then there's other times where it's like, oh, no, I'm using this to avoid something else or to avoid feeling Mm -hmm. yeah that totally makes sense yeah awesome
2: yeah so you probably know like if you were to ask yourself am I using this right now because I really want to watch tv or am I is there something else that I like on my list like I should get to but I really don't want to and I'm going to Facebook or Netflix
1: you know right yeah absolutely all right awesome all right so what are some other tips that you have for how to feel better
2: well, we also want to manage our minds. So when you think about your feelings, like let's just use the anxiety example, right? Anxiety is caused by how we think about whatever circumstance that we're in at the time. So if we think about coronavirus, and we have thoughts like, I can't believe this is happening. Why don't people stay home? I don't know when I'm going back to work. What are my kids going back to school, right? And we have all that kind of loop out thinking that we're gonna feel anxious. So if you wanna feel yeah. better, We also have to start thinking in a way that creates feelings that we want to have instead of just our automatic brain that delivers us thoughts that cause negative feelings. So, our brain is programmed to go find the danger in the world. And so, when there's a big danger like coronavirus, Like your brain is going to go seek out all of the danger about that because that's how we've survived as a species, right? So we're like scan, 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 danger, scan, 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 danger, right? And so then we have thoughts that create a feeling for us and we're driven to take action for survival by this thing called the motivational triad, seeking pleasure, avoiding pain and saving energy. So if you feel a negative emotion like anxiety, your brain's like, "Uh uh-oh, Something we need to go protect ourselves right now. Seek the pleasure because that's going to help us avoid the danger, avoid
1: the pain. And when we seek
2: that pleasure, there's a reward on the other side. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it totally makes sense. Um, Yeah. Okay, so then what do we do do instead or when that happens? We want to like, yeah, so you just want to notice what your thoughts
2: are. Right. And just know that your thoughts in your brain about this pandemic or about any sort of stressful situation can be changed. You don't have to keep thinking the way that you're currently thinking. So like our thoughts are optional, (laughs) like and we can analyze them and change them at any given point. That's like part of a brain that has that capability developed after our primitive programming was there called the prefrontal cortex that gives us an ability to look at our thoughts, analyze our thoughts, think about the future, make plans, that type of thing. So if you want to feel better, you want to first look at how you're thinking. So I recommend journaling, like writing down your thoughts every day and just kind of getting a look at in that dirty closet (laughs) and get aware of what what your current thoughts are. And then if you are feeling a lot of negative emotions throughout the day, then I recommend changing those thoughts to help you feel better. And you know one of my coaches recommends like if you're going to go down a negative thought loop about coronavirus or any how that's affected in any area of your life also go down the positive spin so like tell the positive story on the other side of the negative one right so like if yeah. we project into the future saying oh my gosh somebody might die my parents are at risk they could die um my kids are missing their education right that's that's a very negative yeah. thought loop spiral also give enough playing area to the positive side of this. My parents could survive this, right? My kids might learn other things besides what they're learning in the classroom. I might learn how to do my job more efficiently. Like there's also another side there that you can also think about. So just give equal playing sides. And I think just that alone will sort of take the edge off of it and know like, okay, this literally is, the way I'm feeling is just how I'm thinking about and I can choose either way. If you don't want to be yep. feeling negative, you don't have to. If you want to, you can, but just also give enough space to the positive side as well.
1: That totally makes sense. And for I, the example with the parents, makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Like So on Sunday, my dad turned 79, and, mm-hmm. I mean, he's an old man at this point, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, so, I mean, his mortality has been... A thought that I've had for you know the last few years <laughs> so mm-hmm. especially now and it's like focusing that much on how grateful I am that he's doing well and he's you know healthy for him right now and all of that that totally makes sense that so for me where I start to I don't know what to do besides not think about it Um, okay mm-hmm. so I live in Florida we mm-hmm. only just now finally like last week got a stay-at-home order but churches are mm-hmm. still open. And mm-hmm. it's like knowing that there are people in like my area that are still like congregating and like going to church instead of like finding a service that's online. Mm-hmm. I, I end up having a lot of thoughts <laughs> about that.
2: Yeah. 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 Cause we think that they shouldn't be doing, you know, you probably have thoughts like they shouldn't be doing that. They should know oh, better. Yeah. Don't they know that they're gonna kill people? Like everyone's gonna get sick and die. Right?
1: Yeah. Basically like yeah. what fucking idiots. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but this is what I know about people, that we just can't control them, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean we can try. We can say stay at home. We can close the churches or not. And Sometimes they don't listen. Sometimes they do. The, I think that, like, instead of focusing on that, think about how you feel in your body when you have those types of thoughts. Like, how, are, how is that, those thoughts helping you oh. stay healthy yeah. and safe <laughs> right now?
1: Right. It's totally not because it just makes me really angry. Yeah, and it's no I, fun being angry, right? Yeah. No, no. Not at like all.
2: usually when we're feeling angry we want to get out of that feeling right and we think yeah. that other people if they just changed what they were doing I wouldn't be so angry but that's giving your power away to other people
1: and making yeah. them
2: responsible for how you feel do you see that
1: yep absolutely
2: <laughs> now I'm coaching you <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but no
2: but it's like this is so common it's this is so common, right? We see it on social media all the time, people berating other people and shaming other people. And just, you know, the back and forth about what people should or shouldn't be doing right now is awful. Right. The only person we can control is ourselves. And yes, we want to encourage social distancing. It makes sense, but not at the cost of our own life. Right. So like, if you're feeling really angry about that, what do you typically do?
1: Um, So for myself, I either have to, like, just stop thinking about it and just avoid it, Mm -hmm. or recently, like, it ends up making me, like, I start to cry. Like, I just Mm -hmm. get angry and I cry about it. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. like I don't know what Mm -hmm. else to do. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So is that – those oftentimes you might scroll on Facebook or watch a TV show or anything like that?
1: Um. Oh, that's a good question. I – for me, actually, well, sometimes, or yeah. Chairs? Like, can you believe the churches
2: aren't open with any family members oh, yeah, no, or I, friends? Or... Yeah,
1: exactly. That's
2: what I okay. do. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I talk yeah. about it so with you So you might wife. bitch about it, right? Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: So that's like an action that you would take from anger, right? Yeah, but
1: that's just like spreads the anger
2: around it doesn't actually do anything. it doesn't solve it it doesn't solve anything right yeah Yeah. and then you just get to you just get to feel bad and be uncomfortable with the anger right which is and if you were drinking or eating (laughs) right that would that would be like unhealthy things that you wouldn't want to be doing right a lot of people drink from that place they're just like screw it i need an extra glass of wine tonight i can't deal with it yep people are so dumb yeah you know yeah. Yep. And then they end up making yeah. themselves sick because of that type of behavior, right? <laughs> that becomes the result, like an over-drinking event or an overeating event. That's not healthy for you. Yeah. So that's how, like, that your thoughts can. It's like this coronavirus. If even though you don't have it, right, and probably nobody in your household has it right now, you can yep, allow that, that coronavirus to infect our brains by thinking these types of negative thoughts that will cause yourself in your life to have bigger problems than this thing actually has a threat to cause.
1: God, that's so crazy. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. So Thank I would like, you. you just, you
2: just, yeah, you just, you just sort of like process that feeling do the, the process of naming it. Where do you feel it in your body? Get out of your head, breathing, and then just know that it was your own thoughts that we're causing the anger, not the people in the church, not the fact that the state hasn't closed the church gatherings. Right. And that people are going to continue to do what they're going to do. It's just human nature. <laughs> and the less we right. try to control them, the happier we'll be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. Right. That, yeah. yeah, absolutely. It makes so much sense when you, when you talk about it like that. <laughs> it really well,
2: is. Like if they- you can put it into that construct, it's very simple. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I know. It really, it's like, yeah, it's amazing. Huh, thank you. Okay, so we've got another you're break welcome. coming up. Um, we're going to continue talking about tips for how to feel better during a pandemic in just a minute. For right now, you're listening to The Ads Maven with Jen Posick on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back.
0: Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Pawcek, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspire Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at InspireChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker and coach Jen Palsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815 880 8255, Canada 613 800 8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. Hello,
1: hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. Today, our show topic is all about how to feel better during a pandemic with Angela Messenic. All right. So, Angela, before I forget, because you are always giving so much awesome information a variety of ways. I know people can check you out on your podcast, uh, Stop Over Drinking and mm-hmm. Start Living. They can also grab... Mm-hmm. um your top three podcast episodes if they go to com slash top three. And that link is in the show notes. And then I know you're also always doing um, like workshops and sometimes you do that like a five day reset. Where can they go to get more mm-hmm. information about all the things that you offer?
2: Well, the number one place to be is on my email list because um, and you would get that by signing up to get the top three podcasts. So if you yep. go to that URL, com forward slash top three, you can enter your email there, email, I can't talk, email <laughs> address. And then you'll get an email with my top three most downloaded podcast episodes and you'll be on my email list. And I, and I always announce free classes and programs there first. So that's a good place nice. to start. I'm also on Facebook, um, pretty active Facebook account there, at Coach with Angela Metzenich. And then my Instagram is the same thing, at Coach with Angela Metzenich. Awesome. But tomorrow I'm having a free class, I just decided. It's called <laughs> What If it's just It just Your Thoughts. <laughs> it's called What If It just <laughs> Your Thoughts. And that's perfect. It's really awesome. We're going to focus on the one thing. That you can do to stop over drinking that's to change the way you're thinking because most people like i said earlier in the podcast it's like it's your thoughts about your overeating it's your thoughts about over drinking that cause the biggest problems because remember Mm -hmm. our thoughts create our feelings and we don't know how to feel so we are driven to get rid of them by drinking and eating so if you can change your thoughts about your relationship with alcohol you can stop over drinking and it's a beautiful thing, and I'm going to go into detail um, tomorrow on that. It's at 12 oh, p.m. Man. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. It's going to be a good one. I, you know, it's so funny because when I first started, like, losing weight, I mean, my thoughts just about myself and about my body were so negative, and it's, like, mm-hmm. the first thing that I could do because to change them, I just had to go completely neutral. And so, like, mm-hmm. the only thoughts that I could have was, like, I have a body, I am a person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was yeah. basically it. To be able to like give myself some grace because it was just like, yeah, I mean, gosh, it makes such a difference. Even just having neutral thoughts versus like the negative thoughts.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Because like you've you've lost a lot of weight, right?
1: Yeah, I'm at uh sixty five pounds down so far. Wow.
2: So you've lost sixty five pounds. Tell them like the power of this work. So before coaching, I call this BC and AC. <laughs> before right. coaching and after coaching. So BC is like, what did you think about yourself before? 65 pounds. Oh, gosh. Ago. I mean,
1: yeah, it was like real, real negative. Just like a lot of thoughts yeah. about like, I'm gross and disgusting. And yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And you were 65 pounds heavier. What are your thoughts about yourself
1: yep. now? Um I mean they're they're just like way more positive. And it's not even necessarily mm-hmm. like thoughts about my like about my body. Um it I mean I guess it is, but it's just not like I just don't have those same type of negative thoughts. It's more just mm-hmm. excitement about what I'm doing and how my body is changing and mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Yeah, so like it literally, your results with weight loss comes down to how you're thinking, right? It's not a diet. Absolutely. It's not a program. It's how you're thinking about yourself, about your past, about what you're capable of that creates your results. And if, like, this is what I'm telling everybody it's like if you are over drinking or overeating, that's a result that you have in your life. It's basically you got to back it up and look at how you're thinking. Right. So like if you're if you're hard on yourself and think that, you know, you're, you've got a horrible relationship with alcohol or food and you beat yourself up about that all the time and you're overweight and you're over drinking, that's why. Right. Yeah. And those yep. thoughts are totally optional. We think that we need to be hard on ourselves to invoke change, but that's just the opposite. That hasn't worked. And we can all show evidence right? of us being hard <laughs> on ourselves in the past and like then starting a diet in the family.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So another
2: tip to feel better right now is to be nice to yourself. (laughs) Like, don't beat yourself up if you over drink or overeat. Like, just understand that your brain is trying to keep you alive and it's motivated to seek pleasure, avoid pain and conserve energy. And just knowing that about yourself, that there's nothing wrong with you, brings it down a notch. And that you're just a yeah. human and you're trying to survive right now and you're you're open to figuring it out, but beating yourself up about what you've done in this time is not going to help you get there. So drop all the negative self-chatter is another recommend, recommendation that I have during this time. Just be so loving to yourself and like a child. Like, it's mm-hmm. okay, we've got you, we're going to figure this out, you know, what's going you know, on, it's, that type yeah. of thing.
1: I love that. It's, and it's so funny because, like, when I would have the thoughts about, like, I'm a person, I'm a human, like, it mm-hmm. allowed me to shift from that, like, negativity to just, like, being mm-hmm. like, oh, well, it's okay. I'm just a human. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just having this human experience. And it, like, it makes yep. it so much easier to be nice to yourself because it's, like, you wouldn't talk that way to somebody else, like, to another human. Right. Yeah. That's a good
2: tip for sure. Yeah. I think it's just a awesome. mandatory thing. It's like, it was one of the things that I did when I first started my journey. It's like I just, I did not allow myself to talk to myself that way anymore. Like that was just a hard no. And if I found myself doing it or beating myself up about something, I'd say, we don't do that anymore. And then I would redirect myself mm. to think about anything else. Nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that actually reminded me when I first started with food stuff, I would do something, it was similar, but it wasn't that good. <laughs> but where it would be because I, I stopped like snacking and I would, when I would mm-hmm. go to snack, I would just be like, oh, I'm a person who doesn't snack. Like just deciding mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm a person who does this or doesn't do this. Yeah. And that that like made a big difference. I love that with like, oh, we yeah. don't do that anymore with the negative talk.
2: hmm yeah, that's what I yeah. did too
1: when I went
2: through my own journey to stop over drinking, when I would have ideas or <laughs> daydreams about margaritas in the middle of the day. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, we don't think <laughs> like that anymore. Like, we, we're done with that thinking because those kind of like longing thoughts about the alcohol caused me to want mm. to, right? And then I would want to go get the margarita after work or whatever. So when I found myself right. thinking that way, like, oh, a margarita would be nice right now. I was like, nope. Yup person that doesn't overdrink doesn't think like that. The person that doesn't overdrink does not have a thousand thoughts about alcohol every day of their life, (laughs) right? They think about it maybe when they go to the restaurant, not before, they don't plan out to have, you know, how many drinks they're going to have. They don't do any of that. They show up, they look at the wine menu, like, I'll have this one glass of Cabernet and that's it. And there's no other chatter any other time in their life, right? Yeah. If you're over drinking, you know, like, like if people are listening to this and they over drink, like, you know, like they know what that means. Like all the chatter, should I drink? Should I not drink? How much am I going to drink? Am I going to over drink? Like all of that stuff. And if you truly want to yeah. get over that, we've got to start managing your brains. Like we don't need to think about alcohol all day long. Even if we over drink, we don't need to beat ourselves up about it. We don't need to give so much headspace to thinking about food and alcohol.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I I love that because it's like over-drinking has not been my thing, but obviously overeating mm-hmm. was. And mm-hmm. the thinking about food like nonstop, like, yep, <laughs> I can still relate to that. Yeah, <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And like you
2: think about people that have never had like a weight issue. They're just like, I'm just like, who are you? you don't want a second cookie. Why are you not obsessing about where you're going to eat at the movie theater? Like, what is wrong with you? You know? And they just don't think, they just don't think about it as much as we do, right? Yeah. That's the goal. It's like reduce, like, and this is like the beautiful, the beautiful part of this work is when, when you reduce all of that chatter and you stop thinking about food and alcohol so much, then you get to have more time and more brain space to think about bigger, important things in your life. So if you're, freaking out right now about COVID, maybe you lost your job or things are very uncertain and, you know, you don't know if you're going to go back to work or continue working from home, like drinking and eating is just a distraction from you actually solving that problem, right? So like if you're drinking and eating, overdoing it, then you beat yourself up the next day. Think about how much time and energy that takes away from you actually figuring out how you're going to pay your bills. Like all of that time that you you spend thinking about it, (laughs) you could be getting a second degree or taking a class online or learning a new skill or build like helping the community. Right.
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Oh man. All right. So what else? <laughs> I feel like already we've covered so much. <laughs> mhm.
2: I don't know what else. So that's, I mean, those are the basis. The basics are just understand your feelings, understand, like name them, label them, learn how to be with them for a minute, learn how to process and stop thinking about them and know that you're a human and you're supposed to have all these emotions. We're not supposed to be happy all the time, clearly, because we're not, right? Things happen in the world and we get to decide what we want to think about it. We get to decide to feel our feelings instead of being in reaction to them. And yeah, you are responsible for your own emotional well-being. So If you want to feel better, it takes you to make yourself feel better, not letting people in the church and not letting our government or politics or anything <laughs> that own your emotional well-being. Like, that's our responsibility. And then I like, yeah, when you sort of take of your take control of your own power, then you are able to keep moving forward with your life and keep accomplishing the goals that you want to work on. And like keep going instead of just kind of staying stuck and waiting and holding your breath until this thing is over.
1: Yeah. So one of the things that kind of popped for me that maybe, uh, yeah. Okay. So I fully get that like being, like being quarantined at home, like I, I totally get like, it's a privilege. I know that like Mm -hmm. where I'm at right now, like I'm absolutely privileged. What would you say to Mm -hmm. people that, like, they are still having to go and, like, you know, be around people all the time and they're at, like, they're, you know, they're at greater risk and all of that? Mm -hmm.
2: I would say that you still want to think about it as if you do have a choice, okay? It looks like we're coming up on a break and we can continue this afterwards, but we don't have to do anything in our lives. Nobody is holding a gun to your head that says you have to go to work today no matter what you do. You make that choice when you get up in the morning. And so if you can change your language yeah. on, like, I still have to go to work, you're like, I'm choosing to go to work. Then that puts that power back in you. And it's not like you're being forced to do something that you don't want to. And we can, I can elaborate that on that a little bit more.
1: Yeah, um, that would be great. Cause because I know
2: people are probably throwing their arms up in the air
1: right now. But <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thank great. you. And let, yes, yeah, let's. Um, Elaborating on that in just a minute would be awesome. So you're listening to the Ads Maven with myself, Jen Tosik, on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back.
0: Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Paucik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Paucik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815 880 8255, Canada 613 800 8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. All
1: right. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the ads maven on Inspired Choices Network. So we are talking about how to feel better during a pandemic. And Angela, I know I asked you what sounds a little bit like a loaded question. It's not intended that way, mm-hmm. but I, I, it's a real genuine, like, I don't, yeah. So could you elaborate more on, on that?
2: Yeah, sure. So you asked, What do you advise for people to feel better when they have to go to work? If their job is like in healthcare or an essential need, basically, right? And they have a job and they have to leave their house to go perform that job, right? And they're feeling negative and spinning out about things. And the first piece of advice, (laughs) and then we went to a break, was to decide that that's what you want to do. And it's not something that you have to do because literally you don't have to. Like there's nobody... Unless you're in some strange job that I'm unaware of, holding a gun to your head that says you have to get out and go to the work right now, right, like you may think, "Well, I have to go because I have to pay my bills, well you don't have to pay your bills, you don't have to, you could let everything <laughs> fall apart, and really, like it's like it's like a like go there yep. for a second, it's like you could not pay your bills, you don't have to pay your mortgage, you don't have to pay for your kids' stuff, you don't have to pay your car payment, right There is consequences to that. But you don't have to, right? So when you want to feel in power and you want to feel better about it, you just want to change the language. You're like, I'm choosing to go to work. Then you feel like it's you making that choice, Mm -hmm. not somebody or some mandate outside of you that's telling you what to do, right? So, like, you're like, I'm choosing to go to work today. I want to contribute, I want to go help people in health. You know, I want to help people feel better. I, whatever the job is, it's requiring you to leave your home. Or maybe it's not yeah. in healthcare or on the front lines, but maybe you work in a restaurant, right? And you want to go say, I want to pay my bills. I want to yeah. pay my mortgage every week, right? Like, you don't want to say, I have to. You say, I want to, and that's why I'm going to work. That's, that's yeah. the biggest piece of advice, again. just change that have to to I want to, and this is why, right? Yeah. And I I think that really does,
1: like, sort of take the edge off of it. That totally makes sense. To me, like, thinking about it, it also is, like, super, like, empowering and almost, like, brave where it's, like, yeah, I'm making this choice because I'm also Mm -hmm. getting out there and, like, helping people. Because, I mean, if you're working Mm -hmm. at, like, Publix right now, 100%, like, you're super Mm -hmm. needed and helping people, you know, in a way that, like, I don't think we ever thought about... I never... Personally, I never thought about it that way before. But, like... Yeah. Absolutely. It's helpful. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Cool. Or Thank it's like you. you're an Uber Eats driver or something. You know what I mean? Like, you don't oh my have gosh. to go to do nope. that. Right? But you, you're choosing to because you have bills to pay and you want to pay your bills. Right? Even if you want to get that simple. Like, maybe you don't want to help people, but you want to pay your bills. <laughs> so it's just changing that, too. I want to be able to pay my bills on time is super empowering. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Awesome. And then the okay, same so advice I for realize- all those
2: people. Learn how to feel your feelings. Oh, go ahead.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hmm. I just
2: want to sort of recap it. It's the same goes yep. for all the, the people on the front lines. Like if you're out in the public right now, just process and feel, pause, look at how you're thinking about things, reframe it, keep going.
1: Perfect. Oh man. Thank you so much for all of this. I feel like. You're
2: welcome. So
1: so good. So needed right now. Um, -hmm. okay. So I realize I have one last question for you since you are on the ad maven and a little bit, I know, uh, your answer, but what's your experience with Facebook ads? Well,
2: I love Facebook ads. (laughs) Facebook ads (laughs) help me reach more people. Um, and especially around, like, shame around drinking and, and, you know, alcohol and food and stuff. It helps me connect with people that may be too, like, scared to reach out if they know me personally or um, don't want to ask for a referral from one of their friends, like, because there's a yeah. lot of shame and negative thinking about having an issue like that. So I think Facebook ads is a way for me to connect with people that wouldn't know that there's an alternative way to deal with those problems and like traditional methods like AA or outpatient programs or just going cold turkey. So it helps me reach the people that really need the help. So I love Facebook ads. It's yeah. helped me grow my business. I've used it ever since I started my business. Um, it's it's nice. just a part of what I do. It's part of what I invest into my business every month.
1: Yeah. And I love seeing the comments, uh, some of the comments on your ads where, like, it's so true. Like, you can see where people really, truly appreciate everything that you're doing because it's like they mm-hmm. have been looking for you without necessarily mm-hmm. knowing that they have been looking for you. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome.
2: Yay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, you know, having yeah, w- you on board too is like, really nice because I was doing all of my own Facebook ads until this year. And then I found you and right, (laughs) a huge weight off of my shoulders because I just don't have to worry about it anymore. I just, and I know so much about it on my own though, because I think that's really important to say actually is like learn how to do this stuff on your own a little bit so that you can, um, be knowledgeable about your Facebook ads person and understand and like give them suggestions and understand what they're doing at a
1: different level than just like, I don't know how to do this. It's
2: too complicated. And then handing all that over, it just doesn't serve you. I don't think, what do you think?
1: Oh, I a hundred percent agree. I think it's so helpful. And when you're like creating new stuff, you already know Mm -hmm. like, okay, I want ads to run around this and this is what I want. And it's, Mm -hmm. it makes things, so much easier I think better for your business because you just have that understanding I think it makes a huge difference it's also part of why I offer like my done with you services because um mm-hmm. I do help people like learn what they're doing so that they can I mean some people prefer to do it um on their own some people prefer to hand it off to somebody either way is mm-hmm. fine but I absolutely like knowing what's going on with it, I think makes ends Mm -hmm. up making for like the better experience overall. I think it's absolutely helpful. Yeah. 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 I love Facebook ads. I love working with you.
2: Highly recommend. I've been sharing your stuff on my, you know, like to my other coach friends and stuff. I love it that you know, coaching too and that you're in a coaching program and you've had like results from that (laughs) coaching program. And so I think it's huge, though, for, like, if you are a coach and you want somebody to do your Facebook ads, have somebody that knows the demographic mm-hmm. and knows what's available and, like, knows the lingo and the language, because you help me write copy and stuff, too. So.
1: Well, thank you. And, I mean, that You're does welcome. make sense. Like, there are some areas that, like, I know, like, I don't know enough about it to, like, for it to make sense for me to run ads to. So yeah. I think that, that yeah. totally makes sense. And there's people where... Sometimes if people if somebody comes to me for e-commerce, I have ads people that do e-commerce that I send them to cuz mm-hmm. they will do a much better yes. job. So yeah, yeah, it's just like me, me totally and like
2: coaching on, you know, like coaching like CEOs managing a team of people. That's not my areas of expertise. I can give some general advice, but I'm way more of an expert about overdrinking because I overcame my own issues with overdrinking. And I think it's the same thing for you. It's like, you know, coaching, you've overcome some of your own issues with it. And so that makes you more of an expert about how to do Facebook ads.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Cool. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. All right. So I know we've got just a minute left. Um, This has been awesome. Will you... Say again the um places that people can go to get more information from you.
2: Okay. The best place to go is just to my website, Angela Masenic, M A S C E N I K dot com. There you can subscribe to my podcast. There you can get on my email list and get all the latest free classes and resources that are available. You can also find me on Facebook at Coach with Angela Masenic or Instagram at coach with Angela Masenic.
1: Awesome. Angela, thank you again for coming on and sharing, oh, my gosh, so much good stuff. Uh, I so appreciate it. And I'm sure that my listeners do, too. No problem. Thanks
2: for asking. Yeah, it was fun. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, my pleasure. Oh, man. All right. So... Listeners, as you are going, as you're listening to this, let me know. I would love to hear feedback from you. What are your takeaways from it? What are you applying? How's everything going with you for mindset? Oh, man, so much to it. Um, Feel free. Send me an email at Jen, J-E-N-N, at theadsmaven.com. I would love to hear from you and hear about what your takeaways are and how everything is going. Um next week my friend Tiffany Kellogg is going to be our guest. I recently took a training with her called Ignite Your Business that was all about referral marketing. And so she's going to be talking about uh like referral marketing and networking, especially networking now, like in-person networking does not happen right now. Everything is like switched over to Zoom. So we're going to be talking about all things networking online and how we can really use social media to connect with our network of people. So be sure to join me for that. And, again, I would love to hear from you, uh, Jen, at TheAdsMaven.com. See you next week.
0: Thanks for listening to The Adsmaven. Jen Palsick will return next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. See you next week, where we will dive into more Facebook and Instagram ad strategies.